1: Today, Customs and Border Patrol agents encounter thousands of illegal immigrants trying to enter our country. We are out of space to hold them, and we have no way to promptly return them back home to their country. America proudly welcomes millions of lawful immigrants who enrich our society and contribute to our nation. But all Americans are hurt by uncontrolled illegal migration. It strains public resources and drives down jobs and wages. Among those hardest hit are African Americans and Hispanic Americans. Our southern border is a pipeline for vast quantities of illegal drugs, including meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Every week, 300 of our citizens are killed by heroin alone, 90 percent of which floods across from our southern border. More Americans will die from drugs this year than were killed in the entire Vietnam War. In the last two years, ICE officers made 266,000 arrests of aliens with criminal records, including those charged or convicted of 100,000.
0: Arm Yourselves America, this is Defenders Live with Stephen Airy, and right now, the president is speaking, so let's get over to him. Why don't we?
1: We're illegally brought into the United States, a dramatic increase. These children are used as human pawns by vicious coyotes and ruthless gangs. One in three women are sexually assaulted on the dangerous trek up through Mexico. Women are children are the biggest victims, by far, of our broken system. This is the tragic reality of illegal immigration on our southern border. This is the cycle of human suffering that I am determined to end. My administration has presented Congress with a detailed proposal to secure the border and stop the criminal gangs, drug smugglers, and human traffickers. It's a tremendous problem. Our proposal was developed by law enforcement professionals and border agents at the Department of Homeland Security. These are the resources they have requested to properly perform their mission and keep America safe. In fact, safer than ever before. The proposal from Homeland Security includes cutting-edge technology for detecting drugs, weapons, illegal contraband, and many other things. We have requested more agents, immigration judges, and bed space to process the sharp rise in unlawful migration fueled by our very strong economy. Our plan also contains an urgent request for humanitarian assistance and medical support. Furthermore, we have asked Congress to close border security loopholes so that illegal immigrant children can be safely and humanely returned back home. Finally, as part of an overall approach to border security, law enforcement professionals have requested $5.7 billion for a physical barrier. At the request of Democrats, it will be a steel barrier rather than a concrete wall. This barrier is absolutely critical to border security. It's also what our professionals at the border want and need. This is just common sense. The border wall would very quickly pay for itself. The cost of illegal drugs exceeds $500 billion a year, vastly more than the $5.7 billion we have requested from Congress. The wall will also be paid for indirectly by the great new trade deal we have made with Mexico. Senator Chuck Schumer, who you will be hearing from later tonight, has repeatedly supported a physical barrier in the past, along with many other Democrats. They changed their mind only after I was elected president. Democrats in Congress have refused to acknowledge the crisis and they have refused to provide our brave border agents with the tools they desperately need to protect our families and our nation. The federal government remains shut down for one reason and one reason only, because Democrats will not fund border security. My administration is doing everything in our power to help those impacted by the situation. But the only solution is for Democrats to pass a spending bill that defends our borders and reopens the government. This situation could be solved in a 45-minute meeting. I have invited congressional leadership to the White House tomorrow to get this done. Hopefully, we can rise above partisan politics in order to support national security. Some have suggested a barrier is immoral. Then why do wealthy politicians build walls, fences, and gates around their homes? They don't build walls because they hate the people on the outside, but because they love the people on the inside. The only thing that is immoral is the politicians to do nothing and continue to allow more innocent people to be so horribly victimized. America's heart broke the day after Christmas when a young police officer in California was savagely murdered in cold blood by an illegal alien who just came across the border. The life of an American hero was stolen by someone who had no right to be in our country. Day after day, precious lives are cut short by those who have violated our borders. In California, an Air Force veteran was raped, murdered, and beaten to death with a hammer by an illegal alien with a long criminal history. In Georgia, an illegal alien was recently charged with murder for killing, beheading, and dismembering his neighbor. In Maryland, MS-13 gang members who arrived in the United States as unaccompanied minors were arrested and charged last year after viciously stabbing and beating a 16-year-old girl. Over the last several years, I've met with dozens of families whose loved ones were stolen by illegal immigration. I've held the hands of the weeping mothers and embraced the grief stricken fathers, so sad, so terrible. I will never forget the pain in their eyes, the tremble in their voices, and the sadness gripping their souls. How much more American blood must we shed before Congress does its job? For those who refuse to compromise in the name of border security, I would ask Imagine if it was your child, your husband, or your wife, whose life was so cruelly shattered and totally broken. To every member of Congress, pass a bill that ends this crisis. To every citizen, call Congress and tell them to finally, after all of these decades, secure our border. This is a choice between right and wrong, justice and injustice. This is about whether we fulfill our sacred duty to the American citizens we serve. When I took the oath of office, I swore to protect our country. And that is what I will always do. So help me God. Thank you and good night.
0: There you have it, folks. Look at that. He was succinct. He was ready to go. And he did not invoke national emergency. That is surprising. I'm just, you know, it could have been a heck of a lot worse, guys. It could have been a lot, a lot worse. I was really concerned. He seemed like he was going to go in a roll there. It really thought, I really thought that he was going to take that and uh, roll with it for the next 20 30, 45 minutes, and I would be, you know, stuck having to do the last, you know, 15 minutes of all just live read, and that would have been terrible, but you know what else would be terrible? If you have not switched over to Patriot Mobile today. Why do I say that? Well, because every other phone service that you have, whether it be Sprint, AT&T, Verizon, all the rest of them, I know I shouldn't name them, but shh. Whoever you have, they give money to charities and causes that you do not support as a conservative and as a foundational representative of the United States. They, uh, Patriot Mobile, they cherish the sanctity of life and they fight daily to protect it. You need to make a difference and you need to help defund Planned Parenthood. You know, these people not only do they have great mobile service, but they also have uh, a buyback si- or a buyout system. You can buy out, uh, they'll buy out $500 per line or $1500 per total account. Stop funding Big Mobile with uh, unlimited plans starting as low as 20 bucks a month. I mean, come on. It's just 20 bucks a month. patriotmobile.com or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-272-8740. Six. Stacey Ann, you think you're going to call your representatives and senators? That's a great idea. You should call your senator, or your your senators and representatives. Make sure that they know what's been going on. Erica, you would have won five bucks? Yeah, that's true. You would have won five bucks. I, I never bet on these sort of things, so uh, you wouldn't have won it from me. But Erica was the one that said that she bet that it was not going to— uh, Trump was not going to actually— um, invoke national security so that's that's all right i mean it's a good thing right it's it's the best thing possible out there but uh a couple things i wanted to get to tonight obviously the president took uh took precedent over everything else uh mainly because it's the first real speech that he's done in front of everybody to the people and uh he wanted to make sure that his voice is heard i don't care about what the democrats say because really they have no point in talking anyway we know exactly what they're going to say i was just concerned whether or not the president was going to invoke the national uh national emergency or whatnot i don't think he's going to honestly i don't think he wants to i really do think that he wants to sit down and come up with some sort of crazy deal with these guys he wants to find a way to make it make it work legally and wholeheartedly i don't think that he wants to do that he wants to be the deal maker he wants to be the guy that says, I got the wall done, and I did it by dealing with the Democrats. I had a good deal. I made it right. And all of that jazz. <sighs> he should focus more on human trafficking. It would make more uh, it would make more real for those who don't see the problem. You see, a lot of people don't see the problem at all. Uh, that's from uh, Ruff Jill Hull over at the uh, MeWe chat rooms. He doesn't. It's not that he doesn't know the difference or know the issues that's going on. It's one of the biggest issues that he has going through there is that, um, yeah, I wouldn't have stayed through the Democrat rebuttal either, is that even if you do tell these people and if you do go through and and give a breakdown of the human trafficking issues, the fact that there's there's more slaves today than there were during the times of, you know, slave trade, uh, legal slave trade There's more slaves today than there were legal slave trade And most of those are uh, Underage and also sex Slaves overall Although there are uh, manual labor slaves And everything like that as well The idea that you can, you can Bring that up and hit, hit it home Properly As Donald Trump I don't see it happening um, Even when he was talking about the families Being affected and everything like that His tone of voice and everything else he doesn't hit home. He doesn't have the sappiness that you need to have. He doesn't have the storyteller vibe to him. He's a business guy. You know, he's he's got the you mm, swagger and everything else going on. Yep. It became a something we say but don't mean back then. Yeah, when Reagan uh, Reagan and uh his lying and you know, the the entire Trump lo- the entire wall there. Yeah. <sighs> Guess what guys? I know you've heard about it because you guys have been listening to Mojo all day and they have the news briefs every hour on the hour. But for those who haven't heard or those who weren't listening to Mojo all day, like all of the rest of us, the IRS will issue tax refunds during the shutdown. Uh, this is from Trump officials. Washington, the Trump administration will direct the in, uh, Internal Revenue Service to issue tax returns during the ongoing federal government shutdown, the reverse, uh, reversing previous policies uh, officials said on Monday tax refunds will go out uh, Russell T Volk Voigt Voigt I think it's Voigt acting director of the White House Office of Management and Budget told the reporters in the afternoon brief earlier ye- or yesterday it must have been yesterday because it said the seventh and yesterday was the seventh so this came out on the seventh um, let me see Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, nah, nah, nah. In late afternoon call with the chairman of Way, uh, Ways and Means Committee, Richard E. Neal of Massachusetts Treasury and Steven Mnuchin said that the administration will call back a significant number of the IRS employees from furlough in order to issue refunds because at the point of the 31st, or basically, from the, from from halfway through January on, they are no longer unnecessary workers. That's it. The IRS is no longer unnecessary workers because it's tax season. They're only unnecessary half of the year, which means we shouldn't be paying them for half of the year. But I digress. I mean, Lori, if you, okay, no, I understand I look young, but if you saw over November... Because I don't know why, Lori. You weren't watching the show in November. Why was that, Lori? Why weren't you paying attention in November? I did grow the fuzz out. And it was wrong. And it was horrid. And it was terrible. No good, very bad things. Don't do it. But you know there is a good thing that you should do. And that is to go to everybody's favorite, Tar River Arms. Tar River Arms... Or TRAGuns.com. dot com. They are uh, America's first virtual gun store, and they make it easier than ever to purchase firearms online. You see, they're trying to modernize the entire firearms buying industry. They're trying to accommodate for everything that's going on. They have some huge, huge things that are about to happen um, in the very, very near future. These guys have uh, full three-dimensional interactive experience as well as zooming in and out. You could They use high-resolution cameras, so you can go all the way in. You can look at every little intricate piece. It's almost as good as holding the gun in your hands. Plus, weekly specials. They eliminate most of the shipping and brokerage fees for almost all of their stuff. Great guns, great prices, great service. That's traguns.com. And by the way, just so happens... Uh, it expires tonight at 1159. They have a coupon code going on. If you use the coupon code Common Sense Gun Purchase, it's all one word, Common Sense Gun Purchase, uh, you can get 5% off of any purchase of over six, uh, $600 or more. So, any purchase of $600 or more, they give you uh, they give you 5% off. Go to traguns.com. traguns.com. Boom. There you go. All right. It's there. You can look in the comments section on the Facebook page. It is right there for you. Oh, goodness. Goodness me. Gotta love it. Oh, so. Um, did you know? Did you guys hear about this Ed, Ed Buck? I didn't even know there was a guy named Ed Buck. But apparently Ed Buck, he is a uh, huge mega donor for the Democratic Party in California. And, uh, well, you know what, let's just get to the story. I want to let you decide. Protests erupted Tuesday outside of West Hollywood, home of a prominent Democrat donor, Ed Buck, with activists calling for Buck's arrest after a man was found dead in in the apartment earlier Monday, this uh, 17 months after a deceased male escort was discovered there. Yeah, I know. I I am so glad I am daily as well, Elijah. Um uh, man. Okay, so here's the quote from the protesters. Quote Arrest Ed Buck. Prosecute Ed Buck. And then a jury needs to convict Ed Buck. Activist uh, Jasmine Canick. By the way, that is not a very catchy uh chant. You gotta you gotta get something a little catchier, you know? Uh no work, no pay, no work. Okay, oh, something like, something silly, you know. You have to make it work. You have to make it right. Um, so Jasmine Kenick said to the crowd gathering outside of the California apartment on Monday, "This man quote This man has two dead bodies in his house, and he is still in his house." said uh, said another de- uh, demonstrator. This man is dangerous to our community see neighbors of buck who were drawn out of their houses as a result of the protest said that they have se- uh, they have the same questions as everybody else and have made their own calls to police according to fox 11 news uh see attorney seymour amster buck's attorney uh, confirmed that mo- the most recent death to fox news and said that the unidentified victim was a longtime friend who had bu- uh, known buck for 25 years doesn't mean he didn't kill Amster said that the victim reached out for Buck's help, doesn't mean he didn't kill him, Sunday night and began acting, quote, in a bizarre way after he arrived at Buck's apartment. Doesn't mean somebody killed him. (laughs) Quote, "As as far as we're concerned, this was an accidental death. Somebody probably killed him, said Amster, who added the police had released the scene uh, and Buck was not under arrest. Uh, multiple pictures were taken of Buck, by the way, standing next to Hillary Clinton. Most of his friends were dead because they said things. Um, <laughs> the The man identify, uh, the man's identity and cause of death have not been released as of yet. Uh, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Homicide Bureau has responded to lo- uh to the location, and investigators are conducting a thorough investigation, police said in a statement obtained by Fox News. A resident who lives in the area of KTLA, um, said she was uh, walking her dogs around the 12:15 a.m. Monday when she saw an individual enter Buck's home. "Quote: I woke up to find out that he didn't come out. Ooh, he's so scary." But anyway, Buck is a well-known figure in the LGBT political circles, has, has given more than $500,000 to a range of groups and candidates, including former President Barack Obama and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti. Oh my gosh. So back in July of 2017, a Jamel Moore... Um, was found dead in his apartment. He was... Uh, apparently they were seeing each other, I guess. I I guess. Um, Moore's death uh, uh, initially was ruled an accident uh, accidental methamphetamine overdose, but the Los Angeles County Sheriff's reopened the investigation after writings in Moore's journal implicated Buck in his drug use. So more than likely, this man who's big friends with a ton of Democrats and is basically untouchable because he's a huge Democrat donor, has probably been sleeping around with a bunch of other men and giving them a ton of drugs. Um, that's the implication anyway. I'm not saying he did it. I'm just saying that more than likely he did it. I'm not saying he did it, but he kind of probably did it. You know what I mean? He probably did it. It's not that he did it, but he did it. It was, yeah, he did it. He had to have done it. So you have that, okay? We have that going on. We have the president deciding that he's going to make a make a public speech, which, by the way, sounded pretty good. It, it wasn't the best speech. It was prepared, which means that he didn't have, like, the full body and life that he has with his off-the-cuff remarks and everything else. Uh, but uh, the president seemed pretty good. He seemed together. You have the IRS uh, announcing that... Uh, Man, I tell you what, the IRS announcing that they're going to not worry about and that they're going to pay you on your refunds, which is very nice of the government to give you back your money that they overcharged you during the year. Very nice of them. Um, You know, very wonderful things. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, you know, letting those pesky facts cloud out judgment, Elijah. That's 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 about right. It, it's it's kind of how that works, you know. You look at the you look at the facts of the issues. Okay, two men have died in this guy's apartment. Both of them under awkward situations within about mm, almost twenty two months of each other. When you got the twenty two months of each other, then you got the awkward situations, the heavy drug use. You have the fact that he's a huge donor to the uh, to heavy Democrat uh, affiliates, and then you put into place that this man probably, most likely, um, has been doing this for years and years and years without getting caught, because, well, he's a big, heavy Democrat donor and a multimillionaire, and who cares, right? It, it goes to show you that even the people that donate on the higher levels to, to the Democrats and everything else, even those people are the worst of the worst in the scum of the universe. It is it is crazy, how everything, how it just kind of rolls into itself and makes it such a better thing. Just drop bombs and say goodnight. What are you talking about, Erica? What do you mean? What do you mean just drop bombs and say goodnight? Oh, you're talking about the 10-minute the thing that uh, that Trump did? Yeah. yeah, that's basically it. Drop bombs and say goodnight. That's, that's kind of how it was. <sighs> but let me see here. Oh, gosh, look at you guys. Man, you guys are on point tonight. I'll tell you what. So, we're about to hit break and uh, go through it on that point, but um, once we get back from the break and we do everything else, we're going to hit a couple new stories, uh, some of which you're really going to enjoy, some of which you're probably not, but we're going to hit them, we're going to talk about them, and we'll be right back after this. Okay, there we go. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he committed suicide. Oh come on, Roz. That's that's not nice. <laughs> uh Seattle. Uh Lori, don't worry, you're not gonna be able to butt dial me tonight. Uh mainly because to do that you'd have to like Skype in. And uh butt Skyping is a little bit harder to do than butt dialing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go go ahead and move over to the Mojo page, Erica. I mean, everybody else is there, so yeah, it is what it is. Ah, let's see. Okay, so man, you guys are going there. Let's see what's going on over the MeetWee page. You guys on the MeetWee page are not paying attention. Who cares? I guess you know who cares about little old Steve. That's fine. No big deal. Sounds like a challenge. Yeah, I bet it is a challenge. Um. i've have i have my skype turned off you cannot call me via skype (laughs) and i will just mute my phone all right it's not gonna happen (laughs) oh goodness oh wow is that the picture guys you guys are on the oh gosh You guys are on the Mojo, uh, on the MeWe page. You you guys, uh, Jill Hull, Jill Hole's Jill Hole is posting pictures of the the two of them together. I really hope that's not, I mean, you can, you can, Lori, but it's not going to happen. I mean, you can call me, but it's not going to work. It's not going to (laughs) work. Kathy didn't listen to the speech. That's okay, Kathy. It's all right. All right. A couple seconds. We'll be back in session here. Hold on. Welcome back, America. This is Defenders Live with Stephen Airy on Mojo 5-0. <sighs>
1: I'll
0: tell you what, man. It is, there is nothing better than making fun of some people, <clears throat> including you guys in the Jack Hole Nation. Nothing more fun than making fun with you guys and for you guys and at you guys. But I'll tell you what. The best thing that we can all do is to make fun of the left. And the best way to do that is go to writeongame.com and get yourself the Write-On Game. Use the promo code MOJO, MOJO50, you get 10% off on the discount. Mojo code 50, get 10% off at of the writeongame.com. They have great, wonderful categories such as Wissification of America, The Earth Snobs, Islam Nation, Hollywood Hypocrisies, Millennial Entitlement, Feminism, Follies, Campus Coddling, and so much more. Trigger warning, the microaggressions contained in the box. If you are a millennial snowflake, you will be offended by its content. Please retreat to your safe space. The right On Game is just the best thing that you can do with your spare time if uh, you aren't studying, learning, working, watching this. Um, and the reason why is because mocking the left, it just feels so right. Go to WriteOnGame.com. use the promo code MOJO50, get 10% off on your purchase right on game.com mojo 5 now here's a funny thing and by funny thing I don't mean a uh, failure doesn't make uh, doesn't matter I mean I, you make more than really Lori how do you know you make more than Chris Cruz that's 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 kind of mean to say <clears throat> and by funny thing I mean you know something that we all knew but it has been proven. By Representative Dan Crenshaw, you know, uh, the the wonderful, awesome representative from Texas, uh, Dan Crenshaw. He's uh, recently, he was on the Graham Allen show, uh, Rant Nation, and uh, they were speaking about a couple things. And uh, I'll tell you what, he explained it. He set it up. Our government is exactly like WWE wrestling. You go out on stage, you make a brave face, you make a couple enemies, and you smell up what the Rock is cooking. And you go through the entire process. Naming names, talking trash, cracking cans, you know, breaking spines with chairs, and it's a no-holds-barred match. Yeah! And then you go backstage, and you all laugh it up, chuck it up. Uh, and I don't mean Chuck and Nancy, but you all laugh and talk and make wonderful comments about. Oh gosh, man! You know you are such a nice person, and uh, I wonder what we're gonna have to do next time to to tell these people and hype up everybody to get them involved in the in the economy. I mean, it's so great. He says, "Quote this culture we have now, where the first instinct is to jump to this sense of outrage. I think is really problematic." Quote, you always got to wonder what's going on inside their heads, he said at the politi- uh, uh, set of Political Culture. Are you really that angry? Are you really that angry? It can't be possibly true. Quote, in my very short time on Capitol Hill, he explains, actually, what I do see a lot of is a lot of the left and right behind closed doors, very friendly with each other. Very friendly. Talking. Hot tub and sauna time, and I know that gave you a terrible image because I mean, hot tub and sauna time with pretty much everybody in Congress would be like, <laughs> but at the same point in time, you know, hot time, hot tub and sauna time. Quote: They like to point out that there's there there should be bi- bipartisanship, Crenshaw said. But then, they don't cover, speaking of the media, the bipartisanship that actually happens. Those good news stories don't get out. By the way, the good news stories that came out yesterday that I told you about, about the fact that they pushed brand new legislation uh, out the gate, you know, uh, making it so that you can use a concealed carry across state lines, that is bipartisan legislation. Uh, That's good. See... He says, quote, there are fringes on both parties that really just lob the bombs left and right at each other. And, you know, again, I always kind of go back to those basic parameters for the rules of debate, which is just don't attack somebody's character. Don't attack their intent. As conservatives, I feel like we're always getting our intent attacked. And that's true. The intent is getting attacked left and right when you're, when you're a conservative. But that's not the point. The point is about this entire article. They don't actually argue like this. When Trump comes out of a meeting with with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer with Chancy, when, tr- uh, when Trump comes out of a meeting with Chancy, he he's being honest when he says we had a very good talk and a very good conversation, and you know we got we got a, a lot of stuff covered, and we did all this stuff. Um, Donna, don't be disappointed in the POTUS. He's trying to do this without having to invoke, um, certain powers. He He's trying to do this without invoking certain powers. But when the, when President Trump comes out and he, he does a speech and says, we've gone a long way and we've made, we've made good headway. And then the, the, then everybody else in the meeting comes out and says, oh, it was horrible. He was yelling and screaming at us. We were, we were, we were dying in there. He was... He was gonna rip out our lungs and our right straight out of our chest, you know, and over dramatizing, and we will never give up. we will never surrender, you know that whole deal, and it's all fake it it's Hulk hogan uh versus the macho man randy savage it's it's old style w w e You know, back when Nintendo was still Nintendo and, uh, you know, they, they had a Super Nintendo and then they came out with wrestling games that time period, you know, back in that way, when you could pick and choose who was the good guy and who was the bad guy behind scenes and then come out and make it work. That's just what they do. This entire thing is a giant PR stunt is what that tells me. But you know what? It has nothing on what New York City is about to do. You see, New York City is about to do something, and I don't care because I'm never going to live there, so it's never going to affect me, but New York City is going to fund health care for all, including undocumented peoples. So including illegals, there is going to be health care for all, Uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio Said, uh, "See, the New York Mayor Bill De Blasio proposed a one hundred million dollar plan that he said would provide affordable health care for all." <laughs> no, Roz, I didn't learn about uh, WWE wrestling and uh, Nintendo when uh, when uh, from my parents. I was old enough to play those games, and I was old enough to watch. Thank you, Roz. Thank you. Uh, But, uh, so healthcare for all reaching about the uh, 600,000 people, including undocumented immigrants, low-income residents, not enrolled in Medicaid, and young workers whose current plans are too expensive. See, the plan, which de Blasio dubbed NYC Care, which is great, NYC Care, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, will offer public health and health insurance on a sliding price scale based on income the mayor said that during an interview tuesday morning on msnbc it will begin later this year in the bronx you know right where aoc's from and will be available to all new yorkers in 2021 and would cost at least a hundred million dollars once it's reached its full enrollment according to the mayor's office uh, the program builds up uh, builds up the city's 1.6 million dollar a year Department of Health and Mental Hygiene budget, and the separately funded public hospital system, which already serves 470 thousand under uh, underinsured and uninsured patients annually, including undocumented immigrants, which is, by the way, illegal immigrants. It's not undocumented. I'm reading it, so uh, my mind isn't really changing it over. Um. Changing it over and getting things done. Uh, in more than 11 hospitals and 70 neighborhoods, uh, neighborhood clinics, the city already had insurance plans, Metro Plus, and used a template to cover uh, uh, for the coverages. The plan, you know, he he's saying that it's going to take two years to get a state. Okay, here's the thing, New York City, do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. I I don't care one bit. Uh, this is why we have. Uh, the, the power of the states and the power of the cities and you know the, those are the powers and the principalities of each one, you know what? go do it. Do it right on do it right. knock it out, get it done it 's okay. But you know what else that you guys need to do? You need to go to charitymagnets.com you see charity magnets they design and produce beautiful high quality products for the law enforcement and supporters uh, and enthusiasts. Their community includes not only the law enforcement professionals and their families, but first responders, corrections officers, members of the military, private citizens dedicated to honor, integrity, and helping others in times of need. Your support is sincerely valued by the brave men and women of law enforcement for each sale that they make. A donation is made to the Cops for Kids with Cancer. This organization has given over $2.5 million in donations to cancer research. Go to CharityMagnets.com. CharityMagnets.com. And if you use the promo code MOJO, you get $5 off on your purchase. CharityMagnets.com, use the promo code MOJO, M-O-J-O. Just got a tweet from, what is that, B from the SAV? Says, uh, if we are really for the Constitution, then we must be okay with the process of failing to give us what we want. I agree. It must go through legislative branch. No executive orders, please. I agree completely. Um, you know what? B from SAV, that's that's, uh, that's a retweet right there. Uh, definitely, definitely agree on that. You have to let it through, go through Congress. It has to get legislated. It has to be done the right way. I mean, yeah, of course he can do it the way that he said he could do it. Um, but it 's not right, even though it 'll get done uh, sometimes getting things done is not what we want. Getting things done is not correct and that uh, just just getting things done for the sake of them being done doesn 't work for everybody and it doesn 't work at all when it comes to situations like this. I mean that the wall needs to get built. yes, will five billion dollars do it. Probably not, but it'll build a good significant chunk, and then maybe next year or maybe halfway through the year when they come up with another CR, um, he'll get the rest of it, and it'll get finished before he gets gets out of office. That would be the best thing for him. Actually, the best thing for him is to have it done and built before the 2020 election season really starts. That would be the best thing for him. (sighs) But on to bigger and actually not bigger, but smaller news technically you could say smaller news as the u.s decides to downgrade the eu and their diplomatic statuses in washington this is a weird story for me because it's not very often that you that you hear about weird protocol changes when it comes to administrations and uh different countries and how they interact with each other it's just odd to me that this would even be um a thing that happened but apparently the eu says that the united states has changed the blocks which B-L-O-C, diplomatic status in Washington um, in practice downgrading it. Uh, The Trump administration did not notify the EU about the change. The EU has asked the U.S. to explain the move. Uh, This from the EU spokesman, who I I can't say her name. Previously, it has been U.S. practice to treat the EU delegation and ambassadors, quote, as a country would be. End quote. Uh, the U.S. ranks the diplomatic status of the international organizations lower, mainly because it isn't actually a country. It is just a conglomerate of a bunch of countries, and it's very loosely held. It's basically the Articles of Confederation um, as far as size, uh, size and scope uh, of that is concerned. But so here you go. Let me see here. The EU source who denied, uh, who declined to be named, said that the U.S. has changed the way the diplomatic list was implemented, um, but not the list itself, which describes the EU as an international organization, um, not a country. Basically, is the whole deal. They're like we're an organ- we're 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 a conglomerate a conglomerate country. You know, we're we're the EU. We're we're every country in here. No, no, you're you're a separate entity held above um, all the rest of the countries in the Euro in Europe. So you're a union of, of, of a whole bunch of con- countries. So the change of protocol. Let me see here. Uh, the change comes amid heightened trade tensions and the EU's anxious dissuade, uh, anxious to dissuade President Trump from slapping 20 percent, 20 percent of tariffs on all imported EU cars last year in the US and the EU imposed tit-for-tat on on a range of goods. Um, Mrs. Spokesperson of the EU, who I can't pronounce the name, said, uh, quote, "...we understand that there was a recent change in the way the diplomatic precedent list is implemented by the United States Protocol." We are discussing, with the relevant services in the United States administration's possible implications for the EU delegation in Washington. We were not notified of any changes. We expected the diplomatic practice establishment established some years ago to be observed. We want to be heard. The point is, apparently we don't care in the U.S., the EU is not a real thing. The EU is about like NATO. It's a conglomeration of a whole bunch of countries. If the all those countries want to come to us and say we want to join together and you know, we want to trade with you and we want to have ambassadors of each individual country, that is how it should be had. The EU is a death knell to the uh, to Europe. It is a horrid death knell. It is a terrible drain on the economies of all of the uh, uh, European countries, what they need to do is they need to dissolve the union, become independent countries again. Don't rely on each other's strength in those areas, but instead rely on your own strength. Become a country worth your salt again. Every one of these countries that is in this union, every single one of them used to be strong, strong, reliant individual countries that traded with everyone individually. And now they're like, oh, but the euro, and oh, but we need to make sure that everybody's on the same page, and oh, but we're so close together. I mean, if we started trading with each other without having this giant body of government standing over top of us telling us what to do, it would just be like... Before we had this giant body of government telling us what to do, everybody would be trading in their own ways and stuff. Yeah. That's the point. That's the point. (laughs) You need to let go. If you would let go of certain certain things if you would be able to dissolve certain countries out of the european union places like germany wouldn't have to you know finance other countries like italy and everything else they wouldn't have to finance uh the fall of france as it descends into uh, uh, islamic terrorism they wouldn't have to go through this entire process You know what, and Germany, I mean, Germany's not the greatest country in the world, but Germany has their own problems. Germany can't deal with their own problems if they have to also abide by a European Union and their rules and regulations that forces them to fund everybody else's junk. It can't happen. It, I mean, it's happened for a while, and I guess it worked out okay. I guess it worked out all right for a little while. Everybody was all hunky-dory about it. You had the euro and everything was, you know, oh, we're just trading free between each state and their state country. Um, because technically the United States is technically the United Countries of America, if you understand how that applies. Um, but at the same point in time... <laughs> Yeah, you get to travel through each country and basically all you got to have is like a little passport or whatever and you can go through and you can basically walk country to country to country country to country like we do state to, state to state to state to state to state. You can drive through, not a problem, no big deal. But at the same point in time, each one of those countries that has to support another is causing the downfall of their own country by doing so. It doesn't help them whatsoever. Just like if we as a state, we as each individual state had to support other states when they do stupid crap by giving our money in the states over to the United States on the federal side, and then once the federal side gave our money that we paid in to a state that's been bankrupt, California, for years, New York, California, it's like that. It's like living with unnecessary debts. It's like telling everybody in the United States that, hey, guess what? Your kids, your kids' kids and your kids' kids' kids are going to be paying this debt off that we're accruing right now. So you might as well have a bunch of kids because if you don't, then we're going to die. And by the way, America, we are under the replacement numbers for children hate to tell you this, but we're under the replacement numbers. You have to be at least two. <laughs> two, two children for every adult. Two children for every adult needs to be born for, for the replacement of just, just just regular population replacement, not even growth, just population replacement over a 60 to 80 year period. You have to have two kids per adult or per couple. Two kids per couple. We have 1.7. Because my generation decided that they weren't going to have kids until they're 45. Hey, guys, I've done my part. I have four kids all before the age of 32. I've done my part. Plus, my kids are going to be Gen Z. And that is amazing because I can already see it in them. It is, it is awesome. It is great stuff. <sighs> but you know what isn't great stuff? So, Broward County, everybody knows about Broward County. It's been the biggest county in Florida in the news since forever. Since the shooting. Broward County has been in the news one week after the other, after the other, after the other. And it came out earlier today that the uh, Broward County Sheriff, uh, Scott Israel, was talking to all of his people and his deputies, and he was starting to pack up his, his desk, and he was starting to, you know... Tell us, people. I'm gonna get fired, because Ron DeSantis won, so I'm gonna get fired, and I might as well tell you now, so you guys can can get on with your life. And I'm telling you, I'm fight it. I'm a fight it, cause I'm a fighter. Really, you're a fighter, Ron DeSantis. Uh, you're a fighter, Sheriff Scott Israel. If you were a fighter, you would have trained your cops to be effective. If you were a fighter, there would have been tons of children saved in that school shooting. How do I know this? Why would I say that? Because you admitted to not training your people properly. If you were a fighter, you would have. You admitted to negligence, something that you never would have done if you were a fighter. But you're going to fight for your job because you want to stay sheriff, because you want to keep the corruption that's been going on in Broward County for a millennia. It's not actually that long. It's only been like 15, 30 years or something like that. But still, same point. You, as the sheriff, have a very cozy job. All you have to do is get voted in. You become sheriff. You don't have to do anything else for anybody. And, you know, eh, let, the, let the other guys and the other departments and everything else take care of all the rest of it. But here's the thing. Turns out a, a spokesperson for uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' office, on Tuesday denied that the governor officially suspended Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel, following reports of the sheriff's imminent removal. You see, I don't think he's going to actually suspend him immediately, but if he does, if he does, it's the best thing that he can do. But I think what he's trying to do is he's actually trying to go through and set up a new replacement for the man first. He wants to find a man that's actually a fighter. That's right, Erica. Fighters don't stand down while kids are being shot. You don't train your officers to hide when a shooting goes down. You train your officers to go running toward the danger. Why? Because they're there to protect and serve. It is a thankless job. Ask Dominique Izzo. He was on before me. Being an officer is a thankless job. You run into danger. You don't get paid a lot. But you know what? It is what you do. You go and you protect and you serve the communities as best as you can. You don't hide behind a wall when you heard one or two gunshots and then never hear one again because he's gone across to the other side of the building and decided that he's going to shoot up over there. You don't wait for the security cameras who have a 20-minute delay on them to tell you if the shooter is gone or not. If you have enough of a police department out there, which you did within a few minutes of the shooting starting, you go in, you get the kid, and you stop it. People died from their sh- from the shooting wounds. People died from, from bleeding out because you, you had your sheriffs take forever. You told your sheriffs to stand down, which, by the way, there was a stand-down order in Broward County. There was a stand-down order. And I can't believe that they, that didn't come from every, anybody else. But the sheriff. So I don't know, Scott Israel. You're not a fighter. You're a politician. You're a sniveling weasel. And you need to be removed from office. But I think Ron DeSantis, which I'm glad that he won because Florida was heavily debated. I'm glad that he won. But I think he's smart enough to know that he needs to find a replacement for you before he just rips you out of office. And I think he understands what he's fighting up against because there's a huge Democrat swell backing you because if you go down and you decide to turn turn canary you're going to take everybody else down with you. Folks, this has been Defenders Live. I hope you enjoyed it. Stick with me, guys. We'll see you again tomorrow night. Same bat time, same bat channel. Go check out our gear over at doashow.com slash shop. See you next time, folks. Bye-bye.